Welcome to Woman of Grit Podcast, where we elevate women's voices, celebrate their strengths, and honor their resilience. In this, the very last episode of Season 2, join your host, Dr. Ahn, the Gritpreneur, as she looks back on the inspiring stories of the women featured throughout the season. Here snippets of conversation Dr. Ahn had with these remarkable women who shared their journeys of perseverance, courage, and transformation. As we gather around this virtual table, we invite you to embrace the power of grit and be empowered by the stories that remind us that no challenge is insurmountable. Hello there, women of grit or gritpreneurs, as I like to call my listeners. This is your host, Dr. Ahn, the Gritpreneur, and welcome to the finale of season two. It's been an incredible journey, packed with inspiration, resilience, and a whole lot of grit. We've heard from truly inspiring women, listened to their stories of resilience, determination, and courage, and learned about the tools they use to reclaim their power and transform their lives. We've had such a transformative season exploring topics of growth, resilience, and empowerment. We'll revisit some of our incredible guests and the insights they've shared. We'll also take a look at what we learned together and the journey we've embarked on throughout the season. Let's take a walk down memory lane. As we embarked on our journey in season two, we kicked it off with episode 14. Returning to the very reason I authored a book and launched this podcast, we delve deeper into how we find our voice, reclaim our power, and transform our lives. I'm curious though, How many of you have taken steps towards finding your voice and embracing your power? Reach out to me at womanofgritspodcast at gmail.com or answer the poll question on Spotify. I'd love to know. Now, getting back on memory lane. Our first guest of the season was none other than global motivational speaker, Dr. Akia Keith, or She Rocks as she's better known. Dr. Keith helps others recognize their potential and builds bridges for stronger parent-child relationships. In the clip that follows, I ask her about choosing either passion or perseverance. Listen to her answer and why she chose what she chose. If you had to choose between passion, having passion, and or having perseverance, which would you choose? Ooh, that's a deep one. Um, let me see here. Passion or perseverance? I think I would choose passion. Why do yeah. you say that? I would have to say passion. Because it's almost like the moment that you embrace passion, you get this energy about yourself where it's like an undefeated <laughs> throw whatever you you want at me, but I'm going to accomplish my goal. So I don't know. It's it's you. It's almost like you get like a, a secret power um, of endurance. Mm-hmm. So, although I may have, if I, even if I lack perseverance, if I have patience, if I have passion, I believe that perseverance will come because it comes, that perseverance comes out of my passion. We then dove into the fascinating life and enduring legacy of Henrietta Lacks, whom I honored in recognition of International Women's Day. She unwittingly contributed so much to biomedical science as her healer cells have paved the way for countless medical breakthroughs. Despite the ethical controversy surrounding her story, she's a powerful reminder to embrace equity. We were also fortunate enough to meet Dr. Yvonne Kangong, 
whose journey as an international medical graduate showcased hard work, dedication, passion, tenacity, and the power of resilience in the face of adversity. Dr. Kangong reminded us of the power of determination in reaching our goals. In the clip that follows, Dr. Kangong shares with us what she is proudest of so far. Listen. So, what are you proudest of so far? I would say being an international medical graduate with all the challenges that I went through, finding myself in leadership position where I am right now. So, currently, I'm the medical director of the Mosaic Primary Care Network, mm-hmm. which is a network that's made up of physicians and also allied healthcare professionals like okay. uh, nurses, dietitians and all of that. And together with funding from the Alberta government, we cater to the needs of uh, patients in our community. Okay. So nice. think of this immigrant girl who right. almost at one point gave up, who yes. had eight years gap. Yes. Who didn't give up on herself. When the opportunity came, I applied. I forgot, you know, sometimes we don't we don't achieve our goals in life because of limiting beliefs. Yes. I would have looked back and said, I had eight years gap. Who would take me? I would have right. looked back and said, I'm an immigrant woman. I would have looked and said, I'm a black woman. Who's gonna want me there? But right. no, I forged on. I said, I'm gonna give it a try because if anyone is good for this world, it's me because I've been there. I've seen challenges and I'm going to be serving immigrant population and I'm I'm an immigrant myself and I know their struggles. I can relate to them and I'll do what it takes to support them. So that kept, that's what kept me going. And I went for it. And here am I today. And who can forget the story of Wynette Richardson? We shared an emotional journey with her over two episodes, 18 and 19, Wynette is a fierce woman who turned her grief into grit, proving that even the hardest trials can be overcome with resilience, inner strength, and above all, her faith. What has been one of your biggest challenges in life so far? Absolutely. 2021, I experienced um, a gut punch. Mm. And that gut punch was losing my mother. Oh, yeah. And so, um, you know, Dr. Ann, I I never experienced anything as traumatic as that in my entire life. Yeah. And it just hit me right there in the center. And um, I, I just didn't know what to do just being the person that I am, just always uh, moving and shaking, that my mom's death put me down for a little bit. You know, Mm. I went into a state of shock where I stayed there just trying to figure out like what would be the next move. We also had inspiring conversations in episodes 20, 21, and 22 with Dr. Linda Arimbi Nkwenti, Lucia DiMarco, and Luisa Valentin, respectively. They talked about common unity, passion, perseverance, and the power of positive self-talk. Each of these women offered us insights among which we're navigating our careers with meaning and purpose and the importance of prioritizing our mental and physical Here is Dr. Nkwenti talking about her passion for women. My passion in ministry is truly investing in women. Um, Just like myself, I really like to see more women live fulfilling lifestyles, whether it's in their homes, the way they manage their homes, or the way they are closing million-dollar contracts, or whether it's to service to the community, whatever it is, whatever they find passion in, I really want to, you know, see them blossom. So I'm very passionate about investing into women. The next clip is Lucia DiMarco talking about purpose. 
So purpose has always been something that I've been intrigued about because purpose is for all of us the reason why we're actually here. What I mean here, I mean here in this body, in this life. So it's really important um, to really understand what our purpose is. So when I talk about purpose, what I mean is, like I said, what you're here to do. And that generally, most normally coincides with what you love to do, what you're good at also. It's something that when you do it, it ignites you, it gives you energy. You're enthusiastic about it. And last but not least of these three incredible women is Luisa Valentin, responding to my question about why some of us, especially women, find it difficult to set and enforce healthy boundaries. Take a listen. Why do you think it's so, it's so hard for some of us to implement boundaries and enforce them? Ooh, this is something I had to deep dive myself. So I would say because we're conditioned to be the good little girl when you're quiet or when you're receptive to what the adults or your parents or your teachers are telling you to do, you get praised. And little girls, more often I have noticed in my experience than little boys get praised on that more. For little boys to be, oh, boys will be boys. Boys, right. Yes, you don't often hear girls will be girls in that mm -hmm. same type of way. No, like you're doing that. You're a little girl. You shouldn't be acting right. like that. You shouldn't be doing that. Right. We're taught to dress a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way, and just accept treatment a certain way versus having that voice and speaking up and speaking out and being loud on purpose and just saying what's on our minds. And because so often that is just drilled into us at such a young age, age yeah. I think we just continue to carry it along with us. In episode 23, I flew solo for the second time this season. I tackled the all too common issue of imposter syndrome, shedding light on its roots, its effects, and some strategies for overcoming it. We then enjoyed a timely conversation with Dr. Nguyen Anyangwe about the importance of mentoring young girls and promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion in the STEM field. In the clip that follows, listen to what motivated Dr. Anyangwe to go into the STEM field. What motivated you to go into STEM? What was your encouragement? How did you end up going into the STEM field? Well, thank you, Dr. Anne, for that very good question. I'll tell you, though, that <laughs> STEM has always been something that I it, it just seems to me like it was in it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know anything besides science. I grew up in a home where my dad, even though he was a judge at the time I knew him, but he actually started off as a pharmacist. So just being around him, he was an all-rounder. He always spoke about science. We kept the mentoring theme going into the next episode. An episode I recorded while visiting my birth country of Cameroon, I talked with Alice Martin Dahiru, former country director at the World Food Program. We talked about the power of mentorship for women and the conversation centered around the importance and benefits of seeking mentorship and also of being a mentor. Listen to a clip of our conversation. That took place at six in the morning with birds chirping in the background. It was quite an experience. There were three things I have here as important in being a mentor. And just correct me if I got it wrong. I have here being flexible, mm -hmm. being open-minded, and open -minded. most importantly, 
listening. Yes. Listen. Yeah. A mentor should be able to listen. Give space for the mentee to express their needs. Right. And you step in to say, okay, let's look at it this way or that way. And let them feel a part of the discussion as much as possible. So they're taking back what they gave. <laughs> they bring the solu- the problem and it, they give you the solution. The solution. So, Sometimes you just need to yeah, talk things yeah, through. Yeah, things and say, oh, yeah. okay, I, I thought about it, but I wasn't sure. Right. There you go, you had it. You already had the answer. Let's take a quick break. And when we return, we will meet a holistic business coach and hear her insights. Are you ready to be part of something extraordinary? A community that empowers women, celebrates their achievements and supports their dreams? Well, get ready because Woman of Great Community is coming soon. That's right, folks. Woman of Great Community is here to inspire and uplift women from all walks of life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a professional, a student, or a homemaker, this community is for you. Picture this, a group of like-minded women sharing their stories, exchanging ideas, and forming lifelong connections. Woman of Great Community is a space where you can network, collaborate, and grow both personally and professionally. And let's not forget the incredible events we have planned. From empowering workshops to insightful discussions, you'll have the opportunity to learn from industry leaders, experts, and fellow trailblazers. So mark your calendars because Woman of Great Community is launching this September 2023. Stay tuned for updates on how you can be part of this incredible movement. Follow us on Instagram at Woman of Grit Podcast and keep an ear out for more information in upcoming episodes of Woman of Grit Podcast. Join us as we come together to celebrate the strength, determination, and unwavering spirits of women everywhere. Remember, Gritpreneurs, you are unstoppable women of grit. We are here to cheer you on every step of the way. Woman of Grit Community, empowering women, celebrating achievements, and supporting dreams. Coming this September 2023. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the final episode of season two of Woman of Grit podcast. This is a recap of what has been a long season. So diving right back in in episode 27 we ventured into the exciting realm of mission driven businesses with holistic business coach michelle parade michelle shared valuable insights into aligning purpose with values to create sustainable soulful businesses he inspired us to identify our unique gifts and leverage the power of subconscious barriers, and the law of attraction. Listen to the short segment. So can you talk a little bit about being a holistic business coach who helps entrepreneurs launch and grow mission-driven business? Yeah, so, you know, I think there's a lot of business coaches out there that they really specialize on the strategy, you know, revenue growth, the effectiveness of the business, and all of those things are really important and valuable. But uh, what I really specialize in is drawing out from people what's really in their hearts, what they're really gifted at, and you know what their genius is ultimately, and what they're actually meant to, to be doing. Episode 28 brought us an invigorating conversation with author Simone Penego. Simone shared her journey of writing her book, The Extraordinary on Ordinary You, emphasizing the importance of taking on challenges to develop resilience. He gave us an inspiring glimpse into her journey to the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro and her experience with international adoptions. 
In this next clip, you'll hear Simone Canego talking about pursuing our passions. What is the first step that someone should take if they want to pursue their passions, but they're not sure what their passions are? So I, th I think the first thing is really asking yourself what you want. I think so many times we tell ourselves that we can't do something. We feel we're intimidated by something. We're limited by fear. And I think most of the time, if we take a step back and say, if fear wasn't an issue, then what would be, we be capable of doing? And that's kind of how it started for me is I said, okay, let me leave everything out there. Let me not worry about if I'm going to fail because failure is part of the process. It was, what do I want to do? And there's a lot of things I didn't want to do. And a lot of the things that I was currently doing were things that I really didn't want to do, but I felt like I had to do them. And so it was taking that step back to say, are these things really important? Are these the things I want to be doing? And that's kind of what changed it for me. In episode 29, we welcomed award-winning educator and podcaster, Alena Turley. She shed light on the importance of taking that all-important first step towards one's dreams, offering practical strategies and inspiring stories to help women overcome self-doubt and fear. In this next clip, Alena talks about empowering women to take their next right step towards their dreams. So again, this is a really interesting question, actually. Great question. It's so bespoke. It's so individual and personal. There's no one answer to that question. Mm -hmm. But the foundational principle is if you can help women to find how to center their own needs, you know, even you were saying women are so good at giving, we're conditioned to be that way from a very, very early age. And some of it is also just, I believe, in us. It's kind of biological. Right. We are life givers. That's what we're made to do right. in a sense, right? So it's part of our DNA, but mm -hmm. it also is overlaid with layers and layers and layers of conditioning. So what I like to do is let's get really, really clear on what part of this is the part that is genuinely right for us at the moment, that is genuinely what we need, what our soul needs, what our brain needs, what we emotionally need, financially need. How do we center our own needs and put ourselves right at the middle of that story? And that sometimes can take some time and some unraveling. Sometimes it's the health thing, you know. I can do this on a on a daily level personally. I can do it weekly, mm -hmm. monthly, annually. You know, it's a process that we constantly are investing in, I suppose. Right. How do we remember and create practices that support us to center what we need deeply, superficially, on all levels? We had an intimate conversation with another author, coach, and producer, Susan Gold. This was in episode 30. Just saying that number makes me tired. I was running on empty by then, but harnessed my grit to keep going. After all, I'm the gritpreneur, but I digress. So back to Susan. She shared her inspiring journey of overcoming abuse and addiction, transforming her trauma into peace and helping others do the same. She talked about her book, Toxic Family, and introduced us to her RIT framework. Listen to Susan answering a question. I asked her about what to do when leaving or divorcing a narcissist. So it's not for the faint of heart, but what works is no contact or modified contact if you have children and you have to be very careful with that contact. So my, whom I believe was a narcissist, would not leave the house. He took up residence in the master bedroom. And this was a house that I bought and paid for and maintained for our family. And I landed on a mattress on the floor in a partial conversion in our garage. And that is the billboard it took to fall on my head, to wake me up to what I had been allowing. 
And I got help. That was absolutely a necessity. I got help, but the instruction was no contact. And it was brutal to hold nice. no contact in the same structure. I couldn't really call it a home as we were going through this process, but yes, and no eye contact. And being a long-term meditator and have had um, having experience on long-term silent meditation retreats, also have had having had experience as an endurance athlete mm-hmm. and training for long endurance events really helped me get through the process of divorcing a narcissist. It was finished within a calendar year. I wrote him his six-figure check and he could go on to his next source of supply. And I no longer allowed my being to be a source of supply to him. So I continue to respond only in writing. I think Dr. Ann, it was the same four sentences I would use. I would not engage when baited. Right. And I got, I continued to get support. In episode 31, we explored the world of leadership and professional presence with CEO and keynote speaker, Catherine Lazaruk. She shared her whole person, whole presence philosophy emphasizing the importance of bringing your authentic self to work. Catherine was a ball of energy and I enjoyed our time together. Here is Catherine's response. When I asked her which she would choose and why, passion or perseverance, I loved her choice and more so the reason she gave for the choice she made. I would choose passion every single time. Because I think perseverance follows passion. You're motivated to persevere if you have a passion. If I were to choose perseverance, I think it would be harder to create passion from that. And I wouldn't want to miss out on a life with passion. We then had the pleasure of hosting Michelle Rose Kennedy, an intuitive healer and lifelong writer with deep insights into storytelling, spirituality, and self-discovery. Michelle's passion for storytelling was ignited at a young age. I asked Michelle to share her favorite affirmations or meditations from her book called Hold Space, Affirmations and Meditations for Healing and Loving Yourself. She struggled to pick her favorite, but eventually she did. Listen to what she chose. Um, boy, it's so hard, you know, when you, when yes. you've written something to pick, pick one thing, um, it's like picking a favorite child. <laughs> um, so let's see, I'm going to say there's one affirmation that's kind of like a meditation. So I'm going to pick that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this particular one, the title of it was almost the title of the book, but it didn't fit because the whole book does not have a lot of um, um, cuss words in it, but this particular one does. So I'm just going to do the initial. So this particular affirmation is called manifest the F out of your life. I release all energy of doubt and unworthiness. I release all limiting beliefs and programming from all sources of fear and negativity. F the haters and the critics. I forgive the judgment. It is not mine to pick up. I reclaim my power over my creativity and free myself from any creative blocks. I embrace all the creative energy and feminine passion within me. I embrace my quirks and my weird as well as my strength. I am exactly who I need to be. I am worthy of my dreams. The world needs me and the creations I share. I look forward with hope, confidence, and purpose. I am safe and steady. I am here for a reason. I am inspired. I visualize what I want and place it safely, surrounded by love, in the future. I know it is so then and can take steps every day to bring myself closer to that truth. I am confident that talent, faith, and work will bring my desired outcome or better as the universe sees fit. I am ready to share all of my gifts and my true self with the world 
so that we may all rise up to be our greatest selves and fill the world with love and light. Our next guest was Dr. Daphne Earhart, an expert in holistic wellness and a fearless solo traveler. Dr. Earhart provided insights into the interconnectedness of mental, physical, and emotional well-being while sharing some inspiring moments from her global solo journey. Listen to her explain the benefits of travel. If you have wanted to travel and haven't done so yet, this may be what you need. This is Dr. Daphne Earhart. How do you incorporate the concept of travel into your approach to personal growth and self-care? What role does exploration and exposure to different cultures and environments play in nurturing the soul and expanding one's perspective on life? Travel forces me to be present in the moment. It's like a living and walking meditation. When I land in a different country and I'm walking down the street, everything is new. Everything is beautiful and new. The smells, the foods, the words written on the signs, the outlets, everything. And it forces me to be present. And that is the ultimate form of self-care. It's like, um, you know, meditation being in the moment rather than thinking about the past or the future. Right. Uh, also, it uh, travel requires self-awareness. Uh, to be grounded. And that's a form of self-care as well in the presence of a lot of differences and appreciating. We all love to, well, those of us who travel usually love the differences and the cultural differences and, and the seeing different parts of the world. And to me, that feels really good because I love adventure. I love experiencing new things. So that fulfills a deep desire in my soul. We explored how to harness our hormones, rediscover confidence and sparkle in midlife with Alison Blood, who encourages women to navigate this transformative phase with strength, grace, and vitality. Alison helps women around the world navigate the transformative journey of menopause and shared practical solutions for managing its challenges and fostering a positive mindset during this period of change. Here is a clip in which she offers some tips on hormonal balance and well-being during the peri and menopausal periods. When we, when we look at nutrition, um, a key thing, and this may, maybe sounds very basic, but is ensure hydration. Yeah, but everyone's, yeah. you know, everyone says drink water and it may say, oh yeah, drink water. But we don't, well, the majority of people don't actually hydrate their bodies enough. And a really mm -hmm. interesting, this is, uh, they've done research on this, that as a woman ages, we don't fully understand it, but something happens with our thirst mechanism. Um, and we don't get the, the sensation of thirst as much as we did when, when we were younger. So maybe oh, wow. you are actually quite dehydrated, but mm -hmm. your body's not telling you to drink. So it's really important water for all bodily functions and not only mm -hmm. for maintaining good hormonal balance. On average, it's very difficult to say, depending on how active you are, but it should be around eight glasses of water a day. You know, just water, not not you know, fizzy drinks, all of those like processed sugary drinks are terrible. You know, it, you don't want to drink sugar. And it's been again shown in research that all the, the fizzy drinks that are high in sugar can trigger off hot flashes and menopausal symptoms. So let me jump right in there. You talk about fizzy drinks. Is fizzy water okay? Because I really like um, just like a soda water no sugar in it. Just sometimes my tongue craves that burn I get from the carbonation. So it's just straight fizzy water. Okay, then? Yeah, fizzy, as long as it's just water with bubbles in and nothing else. Because okay. there's quite a lot, aren't there, on the market now that have sparkling water with a little bit of taste or right. just mm -hmm. water. And I mean, you can make it at home, can't you, if you have a, right. a machine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it does, like, you know, you sometimes have to put your water up a bit, don't you, with bubbles? Yeah. Another yeah. Uh, great idea is to put um, 
like frozen fruit you know have some mm. strawberries or, or blackberries or whatever in the freezer and, and just put them in your water instead of ice it just gives it a bit more of a kind of festive feeling if you if you yes. get the best diet and this comes out in research is a mediterranean style diet uh, this has been shown for menopausal women to really help manage symptoms. It's really what, what you were talking about before, you know, when you, you were eating really that sort of diet, because it's very rich in plant based foods, mm-hmm. uh, very low in meat, uh, fish, uh, seafood. They And then your wonderful healthy fats like olive oil, uh, avocados, nuts and seeds, etc., you know, you really want to base your meals around this uh, style of eating. And it doesn't have to be complicated. People are busy, aren't they? We're all stressed and, and overwhelmed and we haven't got time to spend hours in the kitchen. But it really doesn't have to be difficult. Right. Well, the best thing that you can do for your health is to avoid all these ultra processed foods because they are they are toxic and they don't really give any nutritional value and they cause inflammation and you know many many other detrimental things in the body and unfortunately the food environment we're living in at the moment that it's difficult isn't it to navigate because these right. sort of are everywhere everywhere right. revolves around food after alison blard our next guest was bridget norris a leadership coach with an audacious mission to empower 10,000 women to do business their way. Bridget reminded us of the importance of breaking societal norms, embracing individuality, and defining success on our own terms. Her message to listen to our inner voices, to shut out the noise, and to create safe spaces for expression had a profound impact not only in her life but in the lives of many other women. In this next clip, Bridget Norris talks about redefining success in midlife. Listen in. Can you shed some light on some common challenges women face when approaching midlife and how how can they redefine success? and find fulfillment during this transformative midlife period um, in our lives. We're not ready to be put out to pasture. (laughs) I think the number one thing that that kind of landed with me once I really learned, like it was kind of like a light bulb went off is, you know, people always talked about, oh, you go through seasons of life, right? And the seasons change and you're like, yes. And and you think about it and you're like, wow, this is a really long season. And then you realize when, when I hit 40, I was like, the seasons are going faster, but it, people, you can look at it as a problem, like, or I can say, no, this is great. Like I'm getting, I'm doing more now than I ever did because I'm allowing for the change to happen and I'm allowing for it to take as long as it is or go as fast as it is it's going to take. And I'm like, this is amazing. If you just kind of let go of the reins of having to control when it's going to happen, how long it's going to take, you find that actually things go a lot faster. <laughs> it's crazy concept. <laughs> Next, we ventured into a sensitive but vital territory with Dr. Ravina Rajendra. As a narcissistic victim empowerment coach, she shined a light on the nature and impact of parental narcissistic abuse. Her insights and the narcissistic victim empowerment technique which she developed have given many adult survivors of parental narcissistic abuse the tools to break free from their traumatic past and embrace personal growth. Here is Dr. Pravina choosing between passion or perseverance and why she made the choice she did. Passion or perseverance? And I cannot choose both, yeah? Nope. And there's no right right answer. There's no right answer. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's a good one. So I would choose perseverance. Perseverance, yes. Because perseverance is is the fundamental thing that one needs to actually navigate through this life. Because passion can be nurtured, passion can be, you know, grown within. But perseverance is what brings your passion across. So I believe what every one should have is perseverance. They should have that. Yeah, to 
to hold that thing and pull it across through perseverance is very very important we then met shannon russell a former television producer turn career coach and the inspiring host of the Second Act Success podcast, Shannon's journey of transformation, her perspective on passion and perseverance, and her advice on embracing change and producing your best life have been a beacon for many women seeking their second act. In this clip, we talk about how the universe prepares us for our purpose. I strongly believe that the universe prepares you for your purpose. You may not think that what you're doing at any one point in time really is relevant to your why, but the universe has a way of preparing you to do that thing that you're walking this earth to do. So being a television producer literally helped you produce the life you have living your purpose your why that gives me chills that gives me yeah. chills because i feel like you're so right and just in the past year or so i've had these memories from my past coming to me and different things that have kind of hit me over the head where i've said this is exactly where i'm supposed to be and right it's, it's crazy when the world works like that and you yeah just all that stress and that in-between phase, just kind of, you relax. Right. You dig into it because you know right. where you need to be. You exhale. You exhale. Our conversation with Life Mastery Coach Donna Pastian was truly enlightening. Founder of Vibrant Living International, Donna spent over 25 years helping women transform past traumas into fuel for a vibrant and fulfilling life. Her life's work and self-care strategies offer us a roadmap to unleash our potential and live life on our own terms. In the next clip, she describes one of her signature programs. Let's listen. I have a couple of signature programs that I have created. One is called Turn Your Baggage Into Luggage. So you can have the life you dreamed in that program. It is helping people to get a new perspective on what has happened to them. It's transforming their baggage into something that they can actually utilize that creates a better life for them. Finally, we concluded this magnificent and totally exhausting but rewarding season with Sejal Lakani, an influential entrepreneur with a passion for empowering others to take control of and show up for their lives. From overcoming adversity to breaking barriers in the male-dominated IT industry. Listen to her talk about work-life loading. So I don't believe in work-life balance. I don't think it exists. It is mm -hmm. impossible. We can't be 100% to every aspect of our lives because right. can't. So, but I believe in work-life loading. So, you know, there are allotments. There are days that I'm 100% committed to my kids. There are days that I'm 100% committed to work. There are days that I'm 100% committed to me, you know, there are times where I'm on vacation and I'm like these four days, I'm doing nothing. And then the first two hours of each day, I'll do a little bit of work. Right. It's about figuring out how to load your days to what's priority. It's really based on my priorities. In 2019, when my husband passed away, my priorities were my kids, number one, and getting the business back up and running, number two. I wasn't a priority. I didn't have days off. I didn't go to the spa. I didn't do any of that. I focused on exactly two things. First kids, then work. And that was my entire life. Once I got the business back up and the kids were thriving, mm -hmm. I started focusing on me. The kids wanted right. to go. I'm like, nope, I'm taking a vacation by myself. Mm -hmm. So it's really about what's priority at the moment and where it needs to be allotted. From discovering our passions and taking charge of our careers 
to envisioning and creating the life of our dreams, we at Woman of Great Podcast have strived to create a platform for authentic conversations and empowering stories. I hope you enjoy this trip down memory lane. These extraordinary women share their wisdom, experiences, and strategies with us, illuminating the diverse paths to resilience, empowerment, and personal growth. Stay tuned for a sneak peek into season three. There are some big changes. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back after these messages. ready to be part of something extraordinary? A community that empowers women, celebrates their achievements, and supports their dreams? Well, get ready because Woman of Great Community is coming soon. That's right, folks. Woman of Great Community is here to inspire and uplift women from all walks of life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a professional, a student, or a homemaker, this community is for you. Picture this, a group of like-minded women sharing their stories, exchanging ideas, and forming lifelong connections. Woman of Great Community is a space where you can network, collaborate, and grow both personally and professionally. And let's not forget the incredible events we have planned. From empowering workshops to insightful discussions, you'll have the opportunity to learn from industry leaders, experts, and fellow trailblazers. So mark your calendars because Woman of Great Community is launching this September, 2023. Stay tuned for updates on how you can be part of this incredible movement. Follow us on Instagram at Woman of Great Podcast and keep an ear out for more information in upcoming episodes of Woman of Grit podcast. Join us as we come together to celebrate the strength, determination, and unwavering spirit of women everywhere. Remember, Gritpreneurs, you are unstoppable women of grit. We are here to cheer you on every step of the way. Woman of Grit Community, empowering women, celebrating achievements, and supporting dreams. Coming this September 2023. Stay tuned. Welcome back. As I was telling you before the break, Season 3, which begins in October 2023, will look a little different. We will be back with a facelift not only in our look, but also in our content. Season 2 was long and intense. Work-life equilibrium took on a whole new meaning because there was none. I decided that I had to slow things down and become more intentional about how many episodes I can release during each season and still maintain my sanity. You are the first to hear it. Each season will now have eight episodes over two months and a one-month break in between seasons. I will have videos on our YouTube channel for listeners to visit during our breaks. All in all, there will be 32 episodes in each 12-month period to make podcasting sustainable at our current staffing levels. Season 3 trailers will be available in September and will give you more information about some of the changes in content designed to serve you best in the areas of grit as well as wellness. Yes, we will start talking about the challenges women face on their midlife journeys and the science-backed therapeutic lifestyle changes that have been shown to make a difference. I am so excited. So here we are. It's the end of another season. A massive thank you to all our guests for their courage, vulnerability, and wisdom. And thank you to our listeners, or gritpreneurs as I like to think of you, for joining us on our podcasting journey. This podcast would not have been possible without the expertise of my sound production intern, Jaden Akiti, a kind human 
who is in the 12th grade and getting ready to go to college in 2024. I love you, son. As we close this season, remember to carry the lessons and tips you've learned from each episode. Use them to fuel your journey, inspire your growth, and cultivate your grit. Now, before we officially wrap up this incredible season, I have an ask or three. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button to ensure you never miss an episode of Woman of Grit podcast. Our next season promises even more empowering stories, insightful lessons, and a few guests. I will be hosting many more solo episodes as the Gritpreneur and Therapeutic Lifestyle Strategist. Don't fret. It will become obvious as the value-packed and actionable content is rolled out in Season 3. Next, I invite you to join our thriving Woman of Grit community on Facebook. This is a space where you can connect with other like-minded women who are walking similar paths, share your own journey, and find support and inspiration in abundance. Lastly, if you found value and inspiration in our podcast, I encourage you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because obviously Apple is king. Your feedback not only helps us improve, but also helps more people discover this podcast and be part of our growing community. Remember, you're not alone on this journey. You are part of a vibrant community of resilient women. And together, we are unstoppable. Keep embracing your grit, pursue your dreams, and always remember, whatever you're going through, it's always darkest before dawn, but light comes in the morning. Getting help should be a very low bar. Signing off, this is Dr. Ahn, the Gritpreneur. As always, I never say goodbye. I say see you later because grit happens. Take care.